Welcome to our first episode of Sandlot Sports After Hours. The conversation started to get away from sports in our normal podcast. So we decided to kind of break it out. Um, listen to, as we talk about what's going on in Lincoln Center counties in Florida, the current state of politics and religion in this country. Leesburg. Well, <laughs> it is the place the time forgot. Oh, man. You know, when I moved down here, they wanted to put me in a grade ahead, right? Well, yeah. Really? Yeah. And a lot of my friends that moved That's down here. Very common. Put them in a grade ahead. Yep. It's very common for those that, that move from a, from north of the Mason-Dixon line that move down here to be a, a grade or two ahead, depending on where they are in their academic career. Yeah. I think it's a joke. It's not. The Civil War set the South back years, yeah. decades. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're still recovering from it. When I moved down here, nothing had changed in Leesburg from like the 60s. Right. Yeah. There's just a few things. Right. Crazy. And then now the whole area is sold to soul of the devil. And uh, they're, they're, they're cutting up land for the villages south of 470. I don't know if you remember where that is. Yeah. So, um, 48, when it goes out to Sumter County, turns into 470. Yeah, buddy. They're south of 48. Oh, wow. Yeah. And up uh, in Yalaha, number two road, there's going to be a couple thousand houses up there. Dang. So my, my question is, are are those like retirement homes or they're just homes where people... That's the villages, bud. What? Yeah. From 42 down south of 470. Wow. Yeah. It's... I think right now it's like the fifth or sixth largest city in the state of Florida. And it's it's really? an actual city. And they yeah. lie to people constantly. Lie to them. Oh, yeah. Them. We're done building. We're done building. Nothing south of 44. Well, now they've jumped two more roads south. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't care. As long as they get their money, they don't care. Oh yeah, right, exactly, right, exactly. Dang, man, I'm. Uh, is is it true that the village is well? You know that we'll we'll say that for another topic. Oh, screw it. <laughs> We're already here. Well, oh, all right. So, um, a, a ex coworker of mine said that their uncle lived in the villages and talked about there was a huge sex cult there oh yes 100 percent. i don't know about a sex cult but there are swinger parties uh, a lady showed me a picture of her and her husband at a fishbowl party which is where you throw your keys in a fishbowl and the husband and the man picks out keys and whoever's woman yeah, yeah. that's who they go home with yeah whoa <laughs> yeah. you gotta remember a lot of these people raised families up until like their mid-50s and they're done they're ready yeah. to get back to fucking <laughs> Well, and, and people forget that it is the STD capital of America. Yeah, that I saw in the news. I was like, well, I mean, they, when they don't care. Re- no, you have to remember when they started their families, condoms weren't a thing. Yeah. So now they could, they, they jump back in. They're thinking raw dog is the way. It is not the way. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> wow. So, you got to remember, these are our parents. So you have to think they spit me out in 81. That's yeah. just when the condoms thing started to be necessary when they started really complaining about HIV and all this. Well, stuff. yeah, but that was the thing. Like, it, it wasn't really necessary for pregnancy. It was more necessary to keep you alive because yeah, no exactly. one knew what HIV and AIDS was. It was just they knew a whole bunch of gay people were dying. But these are these are for the majority or for the most part. Yeah, these are people that have had wives and they were with the same partner. For I can't tell you how many divorce moves I do a week lately. Probably yeah. two. Oh yeah, putting people up. I've never seen people more happy. Well, and that's the thing is everyone's got to be able to have a place to stay up there. And there's a lot of people that have lost their, their significant other. They can't afford their mortgage. So they do things to be able to supplement their income. Yeah. That's when somebody says, that's my friend. Yes. Friend, huh? <laughs> you realize there's two separate closets. You're like, oh, 
you're in the guest room and okay, okay. friends. <laughs> and it's so funny. I'll tell you something else that's funny too. And I feel bad, but it's like these lesbians. They are still stuck back in the 80s and 90s where they can't talk about their relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing like this super <laughs> undercover thing, and you're walking around and be like, so who's the big scissor? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, you just no, but I'm serious. It's like you're not fucking kidding anybody, right? Like, just let it go. Just let it go. We don't care. My coworker's brother's my co my uh my permanent coworker's brother's gay. So like he doesn't care. Like he didn't care what you are. You know what I mean? So like and it's it's just so fun to watch them like try to do this whole thing and they'll talk about furniture placement when we're not in there. So we we don't think they have like any connection with each. It's so funny. It's so funny. Well, and that's what's so funny is like you hear you see these generations that you know for years you were either arrested or killed if you were gay and it was never a thing. So you know they spent generations in code and our generation is like yeah we don't fucking care sometimes i think by the time they get down here they're just so old they've lost like their game a little bit they're they've lost their edge so they aren't as tight tight with their uh their uh actions and stuff and we're just sitting here sometimes we're like all right friend where's this going like (laughs) (laughs) and Uh, wow. I, and I, but I feel bad for them because it's like now they come down to here to like this conservative haven. They can't even come out. They can't even be like out down here either. Right? Yeah. You might as well take your ass to Orlando. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's the funny thing because, you know, their neighbors might have big flags out from, you know, and, and leftover times. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, su- supporting someone to win a race that was last year. Hey, I will tell you this, though. And I'm not a Biden supporter. I'm just anti-Trump. Let's get that clear. Um I've never seen so many Biden flags. I've never seen so many Democratic candidate flags in the villages as I did before this election. We were driving around going like, what the fuck? We were just like, I can't, I can't believe this. I can't, well, I, I, because I was he was calling, killing their friends. I was calling, I was calling people and being like, um, I saw five Biden flags on one road one day and I was like, what the hell's going on around here? In the villages? Yep. A lot of them got a lot of them got sick of that shit, dude. Yeah. A lot of them well, got sick of that shit. Well, not only did his game wear thin, but again, he was killing their friends. Yeah. Because, I mean, old people were dying because of his incompetence. Stuff's coming out about him wanting to send infected tourists to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Trump. And he wanted to see if the DOJ and somebody else, the FBI, would look into Saturday Saturday Night Night Live. Live. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even take Saturday Night Live, you chump. You can't even take SNL. Oh my God! There's Dude, presidents, yeah, he, he, there's he presidents that have been lambasted on there and yeah. still reference it at some point in their careers. He can't take SNL. What would he have done with George? Oh my God! I know, right? That's why he. That's why he was fine, like fucking Putin. Man, he was trying to arrest Alec Baldwin. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> for greatness. And, and what, what what gets me is these people that think he's Jesus. Yeah. Like they think he's the second coming of Christ. And well, I'm like, he, why? Because he, he slept with a whore just because no. Jesus slept with a whore too doesn't make him the same person. He's the first, he's the first coming of new age Republican Christ. We haven't seen this Christ. You have to remember, Christ is this like malleable idea that he has to change with the times to be relevant or else it's gonna die. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like science is this thing that changes and evolves, but you can go back to and reference it. If you go back to the Bible and start referencing that, you're like, oh my God, throw it out. Yeah, so, oh yeah. Yeah. So like they have to evolve it and change. And right now we are in a phase of like this devil Republican conservative capitalist Jesus, where it's like, pay for your health care. Don't be gay. You're going to have a baby, whether you're raped by your grandfather or not. Like, it's just the weirdest fucking shit. Wow. That's the weirdest shit. These people that are about love and compassion are about like forced birth. Tell me how forced yeah. birth is any different than the rape no, that made it happen. They're, they're not 
they're not pro-life. They're pro-birth. They're pro-birth. Yeah, because right. as soon as they're born, they don't give a flying fuck about you or anything that no. happens to you until you right. can go in the military. And then if you don't go in the military, they don't give a flying fuck about you again. Yep. Yeah. Until you can die so that they can say whatever the hell they want. Yeah, and then they can right. plant you under their corn and then they're happy. All right. We must be approaching 11 o'clock because it got <laughs> It got spicy. It got, it got heavy real quick. Spicy. <laughs> it's ridiculous, though. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, and, and the problem is, is that as Americans, we can't do math, like, at all. I mean, when, when you start talking about people like, oh, the, the nationalized health care, it's like, oh, I don't want an, an extra tax. Well, the insurance company is basically taking your money anyway. Call it whatever the hell you want. But the insurance company is taking 10, 15, 20% of your paycheck. A nationalized health care is going to take, at most, at most seven and a half percent. Why do we only last time I checked, seven and a half is less than twenty. Why do we only blame the insurance companies? Why do we blame the hospitals charging triple the price for somebody that's paying for cash? That doesn't okay. help premiums at all. No, well here here here's a term that you might want to look into. You ever heard of the charge book? Oh, I, I know it's where the, the hospital, that's their price list, right? It is the price list that they negotiate with the insurance companies. Back, back before insurance companies were a thing, hospitals would go, okay, that procedure is going to cost us X amount. We're going to charge like 10 or 15% over that. So we make a profit and it is what it is. Well, what happened is these insurance companies started coming in and they went, well, I've got to, got to work out something. I got to be able to tell my boss that, that you're giving us a discount. So the hospitals raised the rates just to undercut them for the insurance companies. Next time you get a bill from the hospital, look at it. Look look at what it says because it's, it's itemized. It'll say this procedure procedure costs this much. You have this insurance, you get this discount. It doesn't it, the procedure doesn't cost any different, but it but they have discounts with with different insurance companies and it's disgusting. No, but if I go in there with no insurance, they're going to charge me differently than that you would with your insurance. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah. That's a that, huge and, problem. And that procedure doesn't doesn't change. It does no, not change for, a thing. For instance, if I get a pre-wrapped like I don't know what they do. It looks like they take a bag of hauls, dump them on a table and then blister pack them. That's what it looks like. For me, it'd be like $3. For you, it's going to be like 15 Yeah. It's fucking crazy. You know, and, the, whole and system, you... the whole system's crazy. Like, the problem is, is that I see why they're scared to fix some of this because they don't know if they're going to tear the economy apart by accident. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the funny thing. You hear all these conservatives, they say, well, why should I have insurance if it's cheaper? Okay, yeah. What does it say about your healthcare? What does it say about your hospital? What does it say about just the greed that exists? You know, and the fact that we have people in this country that have more money than their great grandkids could ever spend in their lifetime. And they're hoarding this money not putting it back into the economy, not putting it back to the workers, but hoarding it like my grandfather would hoard uh, newspapers. You know what's crazy is like, who do you think does more damage to the road? You taking your kids to school, uh, school every day or Jeff Bezos' Amazon trucks tearing up the highway weighing seven, 8,000 pounds a piece? Yeah. See what I'm saying? And like UPS, like these people that make money are a bigger drain on our infrastructure you know and saying here's the thing if they would just pay the taxes and you know, I mean, we'll get into we can we can argue percentages mm -hmm. all day long and I, i'd be fine with that but if the money that they spend on accountants to get out of paying taxes if they would just pay that into the economy we'd be in much better shape but it's all this game is i want i want a lower tax bill so i'm going to pay my team of accountants millions upon millions upon millions of dollars so I don't have to pay millions upon millions of tax dollars. I know Adam knows the story, and I'm going to ask you if you know it, just because I'm not sure if you do or not. Do you know what the, the highest tax bracket paid in 1946, 7, something like that? In 1947. 92%. Wow. Okay. 
all the way up until 1980 or 81, it was 70% or higher until Reagan fucking slashed it down to what, 29? No, Reagan slashed it down to the 30s and uh, Trump slashed it to 23. There you go. There's where your money is. And and so in what they're talking about doing now is they're going to raise it again. If the Democrats get their way, they're going to raise it again. But they're also going to put a floor on it. Whereas mm-hmm. if you make a certain amount of money, regardless of what loopholes you find, you have to pay at least 15%. And it's not just here. They've already got the G7 to, to agree to it. That's what we're playing. Yeah. We're paying 15%. I don't know why they can't. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. Like, no matter I mean, what, I, lo- no matter what loophole you find, no matter what account you find, you cannot go below 15%. I, now, I, I just, again, we can talk about percentages. It should be more, but that's what they're talking about. I, I that would be huge. Yeah. That would be huge. But and, like, the reason they don't want to pay it is because you can't be Lex Luthor paying your taxes properly. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the problem is you've got, you got these people that will flat out lie on their tax bill. Flat out lie because they know because, they won't come after him. It costs yeah. him too much money to prosecute these big, the big items. And and that's one of the sneakiest thing about this administration is that they are they are they want to beef up the IRS. I love it. I and love it's it. like for the okay, right reasons. Yeah, and and it's a huge return on investment because they're talking about putting I think it's like eighty or ninety million dollars back into the IRS for for people, and they're talking a return of close to eight or nine billion listen to like how shitty the republican party is they don't have any ideas no that's but like this all this taxing is going to benefit their children their grandchildren and so on and they don't care but to fatten their own pocket for this exact moment in history they're willing to sell out the history of the future of the country they don't care they don't care for two reasons one it benefits them directly now and two it gets them votes if if they just oppose anything that's for the democrats that thought thought process alone is why i wouldn't piss on their faces their teeth caught fire no, but that, that's the thing. Right right now, it's all us versus them, all of it. So what if a Democrat wants it, well, it must be evil. Regardless, I mean, the Democrats could give away free ice cream and they would call it socialism. That'd be the tastiest fucking socialism ever. <laughs> <laughs> but but BJ, back to your point about the, the, ta- the tax rate. It wasn't until the 1920s that we even had a tax rate. It, it used to be you were taxed on what you bought and that was it. And then- I, some, I like that. Yeah, well, that was the-, that was the the problem though it used to be there was a crap ton of money that was generated by buying stuff and then they they made buying one thing super illegal and they couldn't get tax money off it prohibition motherfuckers prohibition destroyed this country in multiple ways that we're still feeling the impacts of you mean about those people that made the uh rock gut moonshine and went that shit crazy and reproduced and they spawned trump supporters well, there, there's that. Okay. Okay. There's okay. the organized crime that came out from it. And it organized crime did not just stop when uh, prohibition was repealed. They just moved on to other things. I'm just glad that those fucking Bible thumpers had to deal with it, like the prohibition. And then all of a sudden, here's Al Capone. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get that's what you get for fucking with people <laughs> and and here's what's really funny is al capone probably would have kept would have kept getting away with it probably would have been completely fine had it not been for the valentine's day massacre if he had not organized that he probably would have lived the rest of his days as a free man every Even famous though he, person in history needs their seminal moment that was yep, his that was his because he he was a god in chicago he could do no wrong not only did he pay off you know the police and the judges and everything but the newspapers loved him but they couldn't cover up the the massacre 
and so from that point on, the the public was like, take him down. Can't blame him. So, but what happened was you had all you had all these mobsters that were running moonshine, that were running um, alcohol, and then when alcohol became legal and they couldn't make a crap ton of money on it, you know what they turned to? Drugs. Yeah, uh, a little heroin coming back from uh, Vietnam yep. or whatnot. Yep. And so, I mean, they they basically had this entire network already built just to put a different product in there. Yep. And the uh, the old heads tried to make that not happen, but that there was too much money in the game and it just infected the whole organized crime situation. Oh yeah. And you know, not not to get really too fun about it, but do you know why marijuana is illegal to this day? Couldn't find a way to tax it properly. Nope. What? No, back in the 60s, it was actually uh, up for making completely legalized across the board. Make it like like make it like cigarettes. And the problem was was that Nixon wanted a way. Oh, of, he wanted of to vilify break, black people. He wanted a way to break up hippies. the Black Panthers. In the hippies. He, yep. So what what he do? They they created the war on drugs, made marijuana completely illegal, and they use it as a way to break up Black Panther parties. Think about how much mm-hmm. that he's absolutely, how many lives he's ruined to cover his own ass. Yep, and and you know the funny thing is they actually admitted it. They what, they. What, what kills me is like how can people? This is why I get in arguments with people. I don't know how they can debate that the most dangerous people on the face of the earth are like 45 to 65 year old white males. They're fucking dangerous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here's the the Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. This is a direct quote quote from one of his aides. Um, We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or to be black. But by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin, and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. We didn't care. Yes. Tell you, George Carlin said motivated people are the most dangerous people in the world. Yep. So, and I, I will say this: that we, as a society now, we're starting to see that change. Right. It's just, it's a long way to go. You know, we're yeah. we're making we're we're making strides. We're doing what we can, but it's a long road to hoe. And yeah. it, I, I don't think it's going to be done in, in, in our generation. So, could we tie the downfall of society to two presidents, Nixon and Reagan? Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, and and again. Yeah. Election what, part, has, what party are they attached to? I believe they were they were Republican. Now this is post nineteen sixty four, correct? Correct. After the after the civil rights vote and the Democrats bailed the Southern Democrats bailed on the Democratic Party because it was becoming too liberal. Yep. Okay, so I'm just making sure that the the people that go, well, the union were Republicans. Only well, asked before y'all became assholes. Yeah, Richard, Richard Nixon was a member of the Republican Party. In fact, he is what caused the Southern switch. Mm. Because he he knew that the only way that he was going to to win was to be as extremely hard right as he possibly could. That sounds familiar. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I wonder. So I heard a little thing that Candace Owens used to run a uh, oh, yeah. liberal yep. uh, blog. Yep. So uh, what I, happened? I, did her did her eyes drift so far apart that she became conservative no. or something? What happened was, and I've been saying this about her, about Diamond and Silk, and about pretty much all of the other ones. Oh, there was no sell. money. In, there was no yeah. money in it. Then so right. because right. here's the thing: to be a liberal commentator, you have to be good because right. that market is saturated. So for you to stand out and make it make a lot of money, you have to be good. 
you have to be eloquent, you have to make valid points, and you have to be consistent. She is not none of those things. So she didn't stand out. But you know what she does stand out as? As selling the black woman out. that's a Republican. Mm-hmm. Selling her people out. She yeah. stands out as. She does not care. And, and everyone says, you know, when, when people say, oh, she doesn't think, she doesn't think. No, she thinks. She thinks, yeah. what can I do to get clicks? What right. can I do to get attention so that people pay me? That's all it is. She can start OnlyFans and we see if her anything else is spread that far apart. <laughs> Dude, that's all you I'm do. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, no, that's all Dorian. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, that requires him to pay for it. <laughs> she changed your name from Candace to Candy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know what she looks like? She looks like the damn uh, the squirrel from Ice Age. Scrap? So, yeah, her eyes so goddamn far apart. She got she got room for extra nose. But see, but here's the thing, whether it's Candace Owens, whether it's Ma- you know, Marjorie Taylor Jones or Green, whatever her name is, whether it's Madison Cawthorn, these people, they know exactly what they're doing. I they, figured Marjorie Taylor Green would know more about evolution if she got that head shaped like a fucking orangutan. <laughs> but they, they know exactly what they're doing. They are getting their people to vote for them. That's yeah, well, all see, they care about. Here's That's the it. deal. What your followers don't get to do, though. Is when I go online and make factual comments, and then they want to get all upset and start defending you. Now I got to burn you and them down. So that's just they don't care because what well, here's oh, what it looks like. Tr- it looks like you're buddy, part of the radical left. I got some DMs I can send you to show you they care. No, no, the the representatives don't care. That's oh. and that's the thing. All these conservative snowflakes are just that. They're just thin-skinned snowflakes, mm. and Trump is the biggest one. Trust me, buddy. The people that were back in the guy that was talking about entitled and snowflakes, they are all entitled and snowflakes. Oh, yeah. Because you don't understand my industry is one of the few where the customers never write. It's a wonderful mm. thing. They, they aren't right. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They can't move houses. That's what they call this. And so just some like there's a lady that posted online today about a moving company. I don't even think we did the move. I wouldn't know because we have 10 trucks. But she said that she paid three thousand dollars and moved three miles. That's the game up here. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. And um, she said that the guys put her sheets that they knew they were bedroom sheets, but the box wasn't labeled. They intentionally put her sheets in the attic all the way in the back um, for some unknown reason, like just to get back at her for something. Like that's the no. evidence she had. That's the evidence she had is her thought process. And the whole of the internet attacked her. Like, how do you know? Sounds like a mistake. Like, And, and, and then the, the next question is my favorite was, did you call them and give them a chance to make it right? Or was your first thing to come here and post? And she was like, well, I posted here first. And they are like, well, that wasn't fair. Yeah. And right. it's just the entitled thought of like, first of all, we don't have to go up in your attic. Right. I don't know if you know that or not, but we don't have to. That's a friend thing. So if you haven't been very friendly all day, get your get your uh, tennis shoes on, Barbara. You can take your ass up there in that attic later today. And that touch on, touches on a bigger point is these people think it's everything's a conspiracy. Everything that's against them is a conspiracy and it's... You know, it's evil. It's like, no, shit just sucks sometimes. Get over it. You're not that goddamn important. <laughs> I don't think people told our parents that our parents were garbage when they were younger. I think they needed to hear that. Well, and let's not forget that who started the participation trophy trend. It wasn't us. No. We didn't ask for those. It was our parents. That, that, yeah. But our generation get, gets blamed for that. We didn't start that. No. No lot. No, so gentlemen, um, it is past eleven o'clock. In fact, my automated vacuum is telling me I need to get to bed. <laughs> I hear mm-hmm. you, brother. Mm-hmm. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty Twenty.